welcome back, folks, to week six's episode of the Lone Road iRacers podcast with me, your host, Guy Robertson. So our first subject this week is a look at some tracks. Now, we've got a lot of tracks in iRacing already, especially for the road, but you know, what opportunities are there for new tracks to come into iRacing for our specialist subject, really, which is road racing. So I've done a bit of research um, and there's still plenty, and I mean a lot of tracks in in Europe that can, could be um, imported, scanned into, into iRacing. So so we're going to look at uh, just a few of them and give us a flavour of what kind of tracks they are, how many miles at the track and location. Um, so we're going to start first with probably one of, one of the most famous tracks that nobody really is really is about, which is called Fiorano, if I'm saying that correctly. Fiorano. And it's basically Ferrari's private race course. Like its name, it is based in Fiorano in Modernese, Italy. It was built in 1972. It's 27.6 feet wide track and 1.86 miles long. So it's been around uh, quite a while. It was modernized in 1992, increasing its length to 1.88 miles long. So Ferrari's got their own track. Um, would it be good to actually race the Ferrari and I racing on their own track? Surely their car is designed for that track to perform well. So there's one opportunity there for I racing. Now, the next track I'm going to talk about, I'm sure it's been spoken about on lots of other podcasts, uh, especially for clearly for, uh, for I racing enthusiasts, uh, the track called Monaco. Now, yeah, we all know it as, as one of the uh, iconic um, F1 tracks. Uh, so why can't we see that in iRacing? Is that because there's a licensing issue with, with other simulators? I don't know. Um, but what can, we, what can I say? It's one of the most iconic uh, street circuits for the, you know, of where the super rich play. So... It'll be good to see that on iRacing. I'd really fancy uh, racing the Skippy Barber around there or a GT3 around there. So come on, iRacing, let's try and uh, let's try and get that into iRacing. That's a track that I'm sure everybody would love to uh, race around. So that'll be a big seller. So then we're gonna we're gonna next talk about a track called Jerez. Spelt J-E-R-E-Z. So it first opened in 1985, hosting motorcycles. So can anybody remember where uh, Circuit de Jerez is? If you haven't guessed by now, it's in Spain. Um, it's a Spanish track. Um, and apparently it's very remote, so I'm not sure whereabouts and why it's very remote, but clearly it is. Uh, it hosted the F1 in April 1986. Track length 2.751 miles. And wow, it's hosted a lot of other um, formulas. So F2, 
FV8, uh, F3, GT, GT1, and F3000, to name a few. And somebody that's driving F1 now um, is, uh, is, of course, record holder. So in the GP3 uh, formula, George Russell is still the track um, record holder at the moment. So there we go, folks. So there's another good track that uh, could be coming, you know, potentially coming to iRacing one day. So now we're moving on to a, a track in Austria called the Salzburg Ring. Anybody ever heard of that? The Salzburg Ring. So it's a 2.6 mile track, first used in 1969. Uh, it's said to be uh, a fast and flowing track with lots of high speed sections and one of the highest uh, risks that it's, uh, that it's saying, especially through the, and bear with me, the Osterleaf curve, uh, which is almost flat out. So that sounds a potential really interesting track for Iris. And we all like those fast sweeping corners with a little bit of uh, intrepidation. So maybe we can canvas iRacing to look at the Salzburg ring listeners. Okay, moving on to another country in Europe, Croatia. So there's a track called Rijeka Grobnik. So, uh, again, don't know where it is in Croatia. We'll see if my notes tell us in a minute. So, a 2.59 mile track. Uh, it's been in use since 1978. Uh, and actually, it says it, it nestles on the Croatian coast in the mountains. So that sounds really picturesque. Above the city of, of Retka. Initially famous for hosting motorcycle elite racers. Again, it states it's a fast and flowing uh, track, and it remains the only FIA and FIM accredited track in Croatia. It's an anti-clockwise track uh, and surrounded by mountains and stunning views. Well, iRacing, that sounds like I want to go and visit that track in real life. So I'm sure iRacing could do that uh, proud and get that scan with those what sounds like mountainous, picturesque views. So that's Regica Grobnik or Retka Grobnik, folks. So moving on yet again, spin the wheel, we end up in Romania at the Motor Park Romania circuit. So a 2.56 mile track. It's only been used since 2014, so it's a pretty new track. And it's the first permanent professional racing circuit in Romania. The circuit caters for both cars and motorcycles and offers modern facilities. In 2021, the Top Gun driving experience was established at this specific track and it was supported by the likes of Giancarlo Fisichella. So, Top Gun uh, in race cars, folks. Absolutely brilliant. Cracking idea. Um, and I'm just going to talk about one track maybe in the UK. Maybe we can get onto iRacing. What about, folks, Mallory Park? It's a short track, only 1.41 miles. Uh, it's one of our oldest tracks, used in 1956. It's a road course mainly, built on the grounds of, a, of an old manor house, Kirkby Hall. Uh, it has one of the slowest corners in motorsport, apparently, called the Shaw's Hairpin. But the rest of the track is fast and flowing. So... 
Think about some of the smaller cars, Formula V, IR4. What about for the future in iRacing, some Mini Cooper? It sounds like one of the one of these small tracks that would really suit some really, really close racing. So that brings us to the end of our first subject really tonight. Um, if you like to hear about different tracks uh, around Europe, what potentially we could have into iRacing, let me know in the feedback and um, I'll make this a part of uh, our weekly podcast. So, hope you enjoyed that. And let's see if we can canvas iRacing to get some new road tracks in for us, the road iRacers. That's reportable, son. So, one of our staples, we're looking back at iRacing's official sporting code. So this week I thought I'd cover uh, flag signals, okay? We all see flag signals, mainly just pop up on the screen and either our spotters, like of crew chief or, or another version, um, gives us gives us some information that we've, it's green flag, it's white flag, checkered flag, blah, blah, blah. So let's just go through the ones that are mentioned in the, in the sporting code. So this, this is all covered under section seven. So we have the green flag. So it basically says a green flag indicates the start of a race, a clear track condition and or the cancellation of a previous flag condition, such as a caution. White flag, when displayed at the start finish line, a white flag indicates the start of the last lap and will be displayed to the leader first and then to the remainder of the competitors. Checkered flag, a checkered flag indicates the end of a session, warm-up or race. Blue flag, and don't we all love the blue flags? A blue flag with a di diagonal yellow stripe indicates faster cars are approaching. This flag is in information only. In all cases, it is the responsibility of the faster car to safely overtake the slower car. It is the responsibility of the slower car to maintain a constant line. It is strongly recommended that a slower car being lapped makes every reasonable effort to facilitate a safe pass. Absolutely precise and telling us what the behaviour we all are meant to follow. So just to recap, if you get a blue if you get a blue flag, the onus is on the faster car to safely overtake the slower car. Doesn't say flash your lights and force them out of the way. It doesn't say move off the racing line. So just to be clear, folks, yellow flag, a yellow flag signal signals a caution of some kind. When a yellow flag is displayed, this indicates danger. Passing is not advisable. Be prepared to slow down, and that the track may be partially or completely blocked. So yellow flag procedures on road. On a road course, if a yellow flag is displayed, all drivers should be aware that there is an incident on track and proceed with caution. In the event of a full course caution, a yellow flag will be displayed at the start and finish line and all corner stations. Race control will freeze the running order and send the pace car out to pick up the race leader. Drivers must comply with instructions from race control regarding where to line up behind the pace car. Um, <coughs> wave by flag 
when there are two lap two laps of pacing to go until the green flag restart, race control will reduce the pace lines in preparation for the restart. Uh, races that are not on the lead lap will be shuffled down the pacing order. That's more for uh, oval, so we're just going to move on to black flag. A black flag signals a warning or penalty of some kind. When displayed furled, this indicates a warning from race control and action may be required by the driver, such as slowing on course to avoid an in-session penalty. When displayed unfurled, this indicates an in-session penalty from race control. The driver must either return to his or her pit box or drive through the pit lane without stopping to serve the penalty. Race control will inform the driver which type of penalty he has earned. When displayed with an orange circle, fondly known as meatball, this indicates your vehicle has suffered excessive damage and it is unsafe to continue racing. The driver must return to the pits for required repairs or be disqualified. Some types of vehicle damage can not be repaired during an event. If your vehicle suffers too much damage that is unable to be repaired upon arriving back at your pit stall, your pit crew will inform you that your race is over. When displayed with a white X, this indicates disqualification from the session. The driver will be removed from the session. Drivers disqualified from a session in this way will still be able to enter subsequent sessions for the same event. So for black flag procedures, we have stop and go. This penalty requires the penalised driver to return to his or her pit box and come to a complete stop inside the box before rejoining the race. Stop and hold. This penalty requires the penalised driver to return to his or her pit box and come to a complete stop inside the box. Race control will then hold the driver for a specific duration of time before releasing them to rejoin the race. Drive through. This penalty requires a penalised driver to drive through the pit lane without stopping. Race control will clear the penalty as the driver exits the pit lane. Drive through penalties will not be served alongside any other black flag penalty applied to that driver. And finally, disqualification. Upon disqualification, the driver has 30 seconds to pull off the race line and exit. The session, otherwise race control will auto automatically remove the disqualified driver. Race control will immediately remove any driver from a session who is assessed as disqualified black flag for driving the wrong way on the track. If a driver is assessed a black flag penalty by race control in any session, he or she must return to the pits without, within the next three laps to serve the penalty. Although the driver's lap count will continue uninterrupted, lap times will not be recorded until the driver has served his or her penalty. The driver may not use the enter-exit tow car control, also known as reset, to return to the pits to serve a black flag penalty during a race session. Using the reset control to expedite clearing of a black flag is allowed as a convenience only in testing, practice qualifying and time trial sessions. A failure to return to the pits and serve a black flag penalty will result in the application of a time penalty after completion of the race. Serving a stop and go, go or stop and hold penalty should be done without performing any pit service. If any service is done to the car during the penalty stop, there is an additional hold time added to the penalty. To avoid this, unselect any pit service options before entering the pit stop to serve the penalty. Failure to comply with any black 
with any flag signal may result in a black flag penalty being assessed by race control. So there we have it folks, quite detailed and that's uh, all about the flags from the iRacing Sporting Code. Okay, folks, so uh, our next topic is what are you going to drive next week and on what track? So let's start with the advanced Mazda. So that's uh, arriving at the Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. F3 finds itself on the circuit park Zandvoort on the Grand Prix layout. Formula V has its first go at the Rudskogin Motor Centre. Touring cars, my local track. Donington Park on the national layout. Ferrari GT3, that finds itself at Le Mans in the, on the 24-hour uh, layout. IRO4, all the way to Interlagos. Formula Renault 2.0 is racing around Road Atlanta. Spec Racer, that's going to uh, have some outing at Virginia International Raceway. Porsche. Finds itself in Japan in uh, Mount Fuji. IMSA, Hockenheim ring on the Grand Prix layout. Mazda MX-5 is racing around Alton Park on the international layout. Mission R finds its way to Fuji. Radical is racing at Watkins Glen on the boot layout. Fanatec GT3 series is racing at Snetterton. Formula Renault 3.5, Hockenheim Grand Prix. LMP2 is also at Hockenheim on the Grand Prix layout. And finally, the Grand Prix uh, car itself is racing around the UK circuit of Silverstone, folks. So, pick your tracks, pick your weapons, get out there and gather some points. Good luck, everybody. So our final section today is just about personal results, really, from my point of view. Um, had another quite okay week, I would say. Not the best, not the worst. I'm still 700 I rating down now from where we started the season. So pretty poor, to be honest. So this week, hopefully, I can, uh, what's left of this week and the weekend, gather some back. Safety's back up uh, at 35 Four, three point five. So not the best, but you keep on trying. So that's that's another podcast done, folks. Share it with your your colleagues, your friends, your your i racers, and I'll see you on the track again very very soon. Bye for now. Mm-hmm.